Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Yeah, it's been a little while. I know we've been uh, been on the road, moving around. Uh, you know, lots of things going on. Lots of lots of things. Holidays coming in there. You know, we just yep. uh, lots of things happening. But we're sitting back here. Listen, you can hear this. That's a real desk, folks. <laughs> Come real in. Desk. We're sitting. Oh. <laughs> we're sitting behind it. I'm behind mine. Earl's behind his, and uh, he is off on my right because he is the right hand man. Please welcome back the great, great. Great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good, great to be here. Great to be here. Great to have you here with me. We uh, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. At least that's the that's how we set out. That's, that's the slogan. That's the, that's the slogan. It's on, it's on a t-shirt somewhere. Oh, okay. It might be on a bumper sticker. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, if you, listen, if you want some t-shirts or bumper stickers, I think we got some. I think they're on the uh, the Arms Room Radio Dot com. If not, go to the Facebook page. Just let us know. We'll, we'll hook up with you. Yeah. We can make this happen. We can make it happen. I know there's, uh, I was talking to our web developer recently oh, yeah? this week, and uh, there are big changes. We're doing, we're doing some, oh. send me some stuff over Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Looks nice. pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it should be designed where, listen, you still go to iTunes and uh, SoundCloud or wherever you listen to our past shows, but now there's going to be like a calendar with just, you know, click on it and it takes you right to that show, that date. You don't have to search for anything anymore. Oh. So it's, uh, it, looks, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty cool. And uh, a lot of... A lot of interesting stuff and feeds and articles and all the things that we put up in there. So sounds uh, good. You know, we're not trying to take the place of Bright Barter Amazon by any means, but uh, just want to give you <laughs> give you all the information uh, you know, that we have. So uh, make it as easy, make the end user experience as easy as possible. There you go. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to work. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been an adventure. What it started with NRA about a month ago, uh, then mm-hmm. uh, a week in Fort Benning with the Ganey Cup, then a week off, then. A uh, week gone at, where was it, uh, the Concealed Carry Expo, then the holiday, and yeah. now finally sitting back down in the, in, in the, <laughs> in the comfy chairs. <laughs> so Yeah, it's so, been a little while. Uh, we are back. We are back. Uh, you know what? We've got, we got a lot of stories that we're going we're gonna to talk to you about. I think we've got one or two more product reviews we're going we're gonna to air for you today also, and we'll talk about those on the front and the back side of them. But before we get too much further into this, I want to acknowledge the shooting in Virginia Beach. Yes. Still looking at that. You know, listen, that happened, uh, you know, within the past 24 hours. Lots of information coming out before we give you, you know, our 
pointers and tips and everything that we're seeing or any insight that we might have. I'm just going to tell you we're going to do that towards the end of the show. We're waiting to get waiting for one or two more phone calls with some critical information. So we're just going to, we're going to hold that one off till the end of the show. I'm not trying to give you a little cliffhanger. You just you know we might have one or two other pieces of info that maybe we can share. Yeah, that way you understand why we're not talking. about Yes. It. Yeah. So so we we will get we will get to it. Uh, first, we're going to talk about Statesville, North Carolina. I don't know if you've seen this story. Which one's that? American flag. Oh, yes, that one. American flag. This mm-hmm. one, I just, just, we just have to jump into this one. Yeah. We have to jump into this one. There's a, there's a RV dealership. Uh, what is it? It's Camping World. And yes. if you've ever driven down a highway and seen one of those giant American flags. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm talking you can, like. You can see them five miles off. Yeah. yeah. These are the kind that they, they, uh, they, when they're at a stadium or a ball game, that they, you know, the, all the soldiers come out and hold across the field. It's like that size. It's one of those monster flags. Yeah. Um, the one that they're talking about up there is, uh, I believe it's 80 foot by 40 foot. Yes. So you're a pretty good size. Pretty good size flag. You know, you figure that's, that's twice as big as your normal 2,000 square foot house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, pretty, pretty, big, pretty big flag. Pretty big flag. Uh, this one, again, hangs over the Camping World Stadium up there in Statesville, North Carolina, which is kind of weird because that's a pretty conservative town, Statesville, North Carolina. I guess maybe they just got some... Uh, you know what do they call, they got some homeowners association people now on the city uh, council you know? yeah <laughs> HOAs trying to put their uh, their uh, their uh, their their Nazi slant on uh, what they want done there in the community because uh, HOAs they're they're the, they're the best folks and if you're on an HOA board resign <laughs> yeah. resign or or be the guy on the board or the girl on the board who says uh, that's ridiculous leave leave these people alone or take a, a page from Kevin's playbook <laughs> run for HOA chairman yep and when you do get elected. Yeah, dissolve the HOA. And that was his whole platform. <laughs> if elected, if elected, I will dissolve the HOA. And, and he got elected. And, uh, yeah, he won. So in, in uh, Statesville, the city there wants a flag removed or replaced with a smaller one because it, ha- it violates a city ordinance. Camping World said the city filed an injunction to fine the company $50 a day, dating back, back to uh, October of last year. That's about $11,000 in fines. Yeah. $11,000 in fines. The company flies this 40-foot by 80-foot flag outside the Gander RV location to pay tribute to military veterans. It doesn't state in this article that we're, we're actually referencing from, but I've heard uh, other information. It's on a 90-foot pole as well. So yeah. it's, everything is proportionate. Yeah, this is not you know, slapping down in traffic and blocking no, yeah, the no, view. Or, no, you know, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not uh, knocking down uh, you know, rare uh, hummingbirds out of, a, out of some trees. There's nothing weird like that. This is, and you've seen it, Driving down the interstate, either a car dealership or an RV dealership, you've seen the big flag. And you've thought, wow, that thing's majestic, you know, is, is, is what it is. And that's what they have there. Well, evidently, this city council has said, uh, nope, our, the biggest one we can have is 25 foot by 40 foot. Within 100 feet of a highway. Yes. Now, going by the photo that's here in the article, it's showing, uh, it, it's a horrible perspective, right. but... I have a rough idea of how long those RV trailers are. Yeah. And as many as of them I can see that look like at the base of the flagpole and to the highway in the background, we're well over several hundred feet away. Well, according to the city council there, they want it gone. They don't yeah. care about your perspective. They don't care about how big an <laughs> RV is. They just know that the ordinance, the lowest form of mun- municipal statute there is, the city ordinance, <laughs> it says... 25 by 50. Now, yeah. rather than the city council sitting there and looking at each other going, what, what are we doing? Yeah, we're, what, we're talking what, about an American flag. Yeah. 
We're talking about a conservative town, so, American flag. What, why, why are we? Why are we doing this? Hold on, hold on, Mister Business Owner. You're expressing too much patriotism. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen. If I was this business owner, I would go. Okay, here's the deal. How much tax money do you get from me every year here in your little city of Statesville? We're going to take that across the county line. <laughs> we're we're going to move this facility right outside the city line. How's that? How do you do? You like apples? Uh, how about them apples? Because <laughs> that's what you're going to get. The owner there at uh, uh, Marcus, uh, I'm sorry, he's the CEO, Marcus Lamonis uh, from uh, Camping World and Gander RV said, I don't care if it goes to $500 a day fine. It's not coming down. Nice. I like this guy, you know? Yeah. Not afraid of a little city council and their, their, their pet peeves that they might, they might have there. So, uh, Hey, listen, we got some great show coming up for you. We get back from the break. Mr. Craig Deleuze is going to be joining us from uh, 2anews.us. They are they got some good stuff going over there, too. And they usually talk to us about... Um, Certain group of people saying, no, no, not giving up our guns, not Good. doing it, not doing it. So we're going to, we're going to have Craig. When we get back after Craig, we're going to be talking with uh, John from Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G, H-A-W-G, oh. Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G. So go to H-A-W-G.com while you're listening to us and Craig, and we'll be back after the break. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is Mike. I am coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios here. But this is the Boundary Oak Distillery segment of the program. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Of course you do. Go get you some. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com. BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, another place to go is, uh, I told you to go to Hog.com. H-A-W-G.com. Wrong. Yeah, I messed that up. I messed that up. It's HogHolsters.com. I spelled their hog right. H-A-W-G. HogHolsters.com. And you can, uh, you can get your eyes on what, uh, what we're going to be talking about here on the next segment. But until next segment, let's bring in the topic for this segment and go to our good friend, Mr. Craig DeLuz from 2anews.us. Craig, welcome back to the program. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good, Craig. You know, uh, we were we talked at the top of the uh, the top of the show about all of the travel we did, which uh, pretty much you and I did uh, most of that together. And it's been uh, what has it been now? Ten days since I've seen you, and um, he's I, going through withdrawals, yeah, Craig. Yeah, I'm, I'm he doesn't want to bouncing say it, around. I'm like, where's Craig? What's he want for dinner? Uh, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> I know Mike and Mike and Kentucky bourbon is like was, was my life for almost two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel sorry for you, buddy. You have my condolences. <laughs> He's uh, he's almost standing upright again now. He's almost recovered from uh, from from the travels, you know. So, hey hey, this is a family show. Oh oh no, I meant from all the walking we were doing, from uh-huh, all the exercising, because uh-huh. you know, we get around, we get around. Yeah, uh, Craig, uh, we, you have a you have an insight on some mass civil disobedience going on. Oh yeah, well I mean you guys remember after the the shooting took place in New Zealand, uh, you guys remember that there was all of this talk of okay, we're going to ban these firearms, and people were, people, the people in New Zealand were in mass numbers were going to comply. In fact, right afterwards, a number of folks had sent in messages and tweets and talked about how after this they, they were going to give up their, give up their, their, semi-automatic, yep. uh, their semi-automatic rifles. Well, as of last report, 
Well, first of all, let's just understand. There, first of all, there are 1.2 to 1.5 million gun owners in New Zealand. Correct. And of those, they estimate at a minimum, there's about 13,500 of those firearms that are out there are uh, the are, are these semi-automatic centerfile rifles. The evil the rifles. rifles. As they, or as they like to call them, assault weapons. Yes, right, right. Um, now, we know that's the minimum. Right. All right. So, so far today, well, well, let me clarify. As of May 20th, only 37 have been turned in nationwide. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Th- wait, th- wait, give that number again. 37 uh, firearms? 37 firearms have been turned in nationwide. Out of, one, <laughs> out of 1.25 million. Out of 1.25 million firearms, uh, a believed 13 and a half thousand uh, firearms that fit the, the, the fit this particular description of right. the semi-automatic rifles that they want to get rid of. Um, in fact, people, the, the gangs, gang leaders actually have literally come out and just said, yeah, no, we're not going to give up our firearms. Yeah. And they just said it publicly. They're just like, yeah, no, we're, we're not giving up anything. <laughs> Which, by the way, wasn't a big surprise. No, absolutely not. Yeah, we'd seen that from, uh, from, from some, even the motorcycle gangs were telling people that. And you know, saying yeah. that they'll don't worry, we'll protect you if they if they won't. Well, and, and the interesting the interesting part about it is, and a lot of those motorcycle gangs are from the part of the indigenous people, and and, and their perspective was quite frankly, look, uh, yeah, we went through a whole being disarmed thing when y'all came here, yeah, yeah. and it didn't work out too well for us then, right, right. Absolutely no reason to trust that once we give up all of our firearms, uh, that not just that they're not just worried about rival gangs. They're worried about uh, they're worried about the uh, uh, the people who have immigrated there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're worried about them abusing them. So their their whole point is they're concerned about a tyrannical government overstepping its bounds. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, let, just for for those that are listening, a little bit of history when when Australia got rid of their firearms, uh, you know, twenty or so years back, uh, they they have a Australia and New Zealand have a very close governmental tie. Uh, almost to the point where they're they're considered almost a um, like a province of they're their own independent country, but a lot of that stuff comes out of their agreement with Australia. And when Australia did this, they asked New Zealand, "Do you want to join us in getting rid of your firearms?" They went, "No, not so much. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no." So they've already been through this even more recently and said, "No, we're not giving them up." Yeah, right. And and, and by the way, now in Australia, a lot of people don't even know this. They now own more, more firearms are owned in New Zealand, I mean, not in New Zealand, in Australia, than before the ban. Yeah, 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 exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, you you must turn these in. Yeah, you come take them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, turn turn them in. Yeah, come come get them, come get them, we'll be good, we'll be good. Uh, and I, you well, see what happens, it's kind of like when we have the yeah. gun buybacks, you know, uh, I I go to garage sales and look for old rusty wall ornaments. <laughs> And pay five dollars for them. That way, I can go to a you know I can go to a gun buyback and get fifty bucks for it. <laughs> hey, well, Daddy it, needs it, new pair of shoes. Hundred, sometimes up to two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's well, uh, the, New Jersey two hundred dollars back for them. Well, one of the biggest one of the biggest scams is the is going and finding the the spent tube for the the, oh, one, the single use yeah the AT four uh, rocket, rocket launcher. Launchers. Yep, yep, right, <laughs> yep. You know the thing. You got a gold mine. Like Twenty bucks. You yep. go turn those in at a, at a gun buyback. Not only will you get like two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars, but it'll make the news. Yeah, you getting some publicity. Yeah, yep. 
And everybody that's ever been in the military can see the yellow band around it and knows it's a deactivated training piece. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So it's, but that's, that's, a, that's good. So, so but what's, what's again, next in New Zealand there? What's, what's their plan now? Well, right now they're still talking about exactly what the new firearms laws are going to look like. Right. But the prime minister has committed that it will, they will not be going after gun owners. So my guess is whatever they're going to propose, they'll probably grandfather in people who already own them. So, which basically means the next generation of New Zealander uh, is going to be losing their rights. And we all know how a lot of folks are. They're like, a lot of folks are, are okay with, as long as I get to keep my rights, I don't mind if someone else loses their rights. Right, right. So, you know, that's all once again to increase the, uh, it, it's once again to increase the likelihood that they'll be able to get people to support it. But once again, I think you can see already from the lack of compliance right now to the law that whatever laws they pass, law-abiding there are going to be law-abiding citizens who are going to decide that rather than give up my fundamental human right to defend myself, I'll just have to be a criminal. Yeah, I, I mean that's literally, literally it. You know, if, you, I, I, if I'm uh, not turning mine in, and you're going to label me as a criminal, then I guess that's what I am, right? Well, you know, in in, in California, we, we had banned magazines uh, holding more than 10 rounds, standard capacity magazines holding more than 10 rounds. And the interesting thing was, and this was back in the 90s, early 90s, right? Right. And interesting thing was, nobody turned in their, nobody turned in their magazines. Well, first thing they did was they grandfathered it in. And then they tried to make it illegal to own them here just about a year or so ago. Well, there was a lawsuit filed. Uh, there was a stay put in place because guess what? Nobody was going to turn in their magazines. Uh, and then a judge decided, well, you know what? This is illegal. This, yeah. this is unconstitutional. And in one week's time, California basically bought out the, in the entire nation's worth of standard capacity magazines holding more than 10 rounds. Yes. Yeah. W- wasn't that the event that we figured out that it was like 14 tractor trailer loads? 14 of, tractor trailer loads. Just yep. magazines? Yep. Florida ceiling, thirty round magazines, tractor trailer load. Yep, that was that was that's exactly what we looked at. Yep. For one week, we here in California pretended like we were in America. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing because you know most most of that started. You know what was after the we talked about this about the after the North Hollywood shootout in the early nineties, and mm-hmm. and and that that's what got the ball rolling. And then you've had magazines banned there effectively for for twenty years now, and in in one week. You had more magazines come into that state than you had banned in over twenty years. So everything that they oh, yeah. worked for in twenty years was gone in six days. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. And and the, I think people were buying magazines for firearms they didn't even own yet. Oh yeah, they just went online. <laughs> what can I get? What can I get? I just want to take part. I just want to take part. Craig, I, uh, Craig, I, I, we're we're coming up on I the end of it here. I was one of those individuals. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, um, and we're coming up on the end of it here. How does everybody follow you and Two A News? Uh, to 2anews.us. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash 2anews, or you can just look for me, Craig Deleuze, on Facebook. Craig, thank you for joining us. Please try and stay free out there in, uh, in California, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. I will most definitely stay free. Folks, stick around. we got more program coming back. After the break, we're going to be doing an interview with John from Hog Holsters. It's H-A-W-G holsters.com. H-A-W-G holsters.com. And Hog stands for Helping, what was it, Earl? Helping 
America. Helping America wear guns. Helping America wear guns. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you got to check out his graphics. The hog's got this this, kill, <laughs> this killer I'm coming after you look. So uh, stick around. We're coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. It's a warthog. We'll see you after the break. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit, no problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the United States Concealed Carry Association Expo floor. We are out here today having a good time taking, our, taking a stroll, looking at products. And one of the first people we're talking to is somebody, we talked to him when we were here last year. Got to meet last year. I've been carrying, a, carrying his product since last year. And now we got the opportunity to get him back on the program. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? No? Because I haven't told you yet? John from Hog Holsters. Hey, how's it going today? Good, John. How are you doing? How's the show been for you so far? It's been pretty good. A lot of interesting people, a lot of new faces, and a lot of old faces. So 
Are you saying I got an old face? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying there's a lot of people I recognize from the show. <laughs> okay. they're, they're, really, they're, they're really talking about the classes here right. and how much they're learning and, and how much they're enjoying going to the classes and then taking a break, coming down and seeing all the vendors. You know, that's that's different. Let's talk about that for a moment. You know, you go to a lot of shows, obviously. Uh, you know, you're in, you're in the business industry. This one's different. This one's, you know, training focused. And I, will, I don't, I don't want to say vendors are second, but we're... We're here in addition to the training. Right, and there's, there, that's that's what people are telling me. They're really enjoying the experience. They're spending all three days here, right. which you don't normally see at a really big show. People spend a day and then, then boogie. But the people here are actually getting some good training, and then they're also coming down and seeing the vendors and seeing the new products that we have, some of the old products. But I'm seeing a lot of faces that, that realize that this is really a good place to go to see, to buy, and to learn. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right, you're absolutely right. Let's, uh, let's jump over to, to, to Hog Holsters for a minute. It's H-A-W-G. Tell everybody what H-A-W-G is. It stands for Helping America Wear Guns. Uh, we like to do it safely. We like them to carry guns. We like to do it safely. And if you give them the proper product, it's a whole lot easier for them to carry a gun safely. And that's what we think we do here at Hog Holsters. You, you do. And you guys are out of, uh, you're, in, you're in Arizona. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Phoenix area? Uh, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, right there. Phoenix area. Got it. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, and... Uh, we're going to talk about some of the products, and we'll talk. To, we'll let people know how to get them. But first, let's talk about what the what the custom product, or excuse me, what the special product is. What the number one product is from Hog Holsters is a holster. The number one product is the holster. We uh, make inside the waistband holsters exclusively. Um, they come with the Ulti Clip, or available with the Ulti Clip XL. Uh, they they snap to inside your waistband. Uh, they do not have to be worn with a belt. Which is really nice. Uh, really nice. Yeah. Uh, my, we live where there are coyotes and javelinas that have no fear. Right. Uh, and uh, when we go outside at night, when my wife goes outside wearing yoga pants, she's carrying a Glock 43 in a hog holster, of course. Right. Uh, with the Ulti Clip. You don't have to have a belt. They're, they work very good. They're very versatile. Gym, anything from gym shorts to a business suit with your shirt tucked in, they work extremely well for that and extremely concealable. The uh, the Ulti Clip. Let's 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 describe the Ulti Clip to people. It's um, I, the best way I could. I guess uh, to visualize you folks, to help you give you the theater of the mind, it's kind of like a suspender clip. It's exactly very much like a suspender clip. Um, if, you, if you remember the suspender clips, what they did was they clipped onto your clothes and then they had a lever that tightened that clip yeah. uh, without damaging the clothing. That's exactly what Ulti clips do. And uh, what I did was, uh, I, when, I, when I saw Ulti clips first come out, I realized that they needed a holster designed around them yeah. and around the gun. There you go. So what I did was I mated what I think is one of the best attachment systems for a holster to what I think is the best holster for a firearm. And uh, they are my, my holsters are firearm specific um, because I make them where they reduce unnecessary wear on the firearm. And uh, they have adjustable cant, uh, they're 100% American made. I only use American ingredients in, in making the holster. Right, right. right. And, um, very easy to adjust, no pliers needed. They come with an American-made Allen wrench. They come with instructions. It's very simple. And But one thing that I really try to push at Hog Holsters is if you call us, you don't have to press one for English. Uh. Uh, if, you, if you need to speak another language, I'm going to have to get an interpreter, uh, <laughs> very simply. Uh, but you call, you either get the answer machine or you get me or my wife. I mean, we, we answer the phone and, and we try to help you out. You know, something you said in there very important is that uh, it's an American-made Allen wrench. I can't tell you the number of parts I get, good parts, whether it's American parts or ever like that, and it, it's that Chinese Allen wrench, and you get one turn out of it before it strips. Yep, these don't strip. I don't want my screws stripping, and right. I don't want your wrench stripping. They're made by Bondhus, B-O-N-D-H-U-S. Bondhus is who I buy them from by the thousands. Um, the Allen wrenches to send out uh, because I don't want my screws getting stripped out, and right. I, don't want you, I want you to be able to use your holster. And I, listen, I bring that up because 
that's attention to detail. And, and you, know, the, you want that, you, don't want to, you want to prevent those screws stripping out, the Allen wrenches stripping out, but that attention to detail, I see on the entire holster. I see on, I see on everything, the whole product. Uh, and and that's, that's why, again, bring that up, I want people to realize that. This is a, listen, there's a lot of Kydex holsters out there. Um, this one is a, you've started this company, this is a, a from scratch company, yes. and uh, this, is, uh, this is a great, Ulster, this Ulti Clip is great. Now you've you've got something else that goes with the Ulti Clip, another yeah. uh, a, attachment that yes. uh, you can, uh, which is also like groundbreaking. I'm sorry, yeah. this is this ridiculous. And I've had one of these in the car for a year, and I'll, okay. I'll let you tell it, and then I'll tell my story about it. Okay, what it is is uh, I got a phone call from one of my customers, and he says I want to be able to carry your holster in my car outside of my waistband because it's very difficult to get to the gun if I need it. Um, and I want, it, if it's inside the waistband and I'm wearing a seatbelt, it's just getting to that firearm is possible, but it's not possible quickly. You, I want you to come up with a solution. So it was actually Brian at Survival on Purpose. So I, uh, I said, okay, let me think. And I was sitting there on the couch and I said, okay, I've got the answer. But it's going to take me about three months to actually make the answer into, <laughs> into a product. So uh, I invented this thing and what it is, it's an adapter. Uh, let an army buddy of mine, uh, I was in the Marines and we have to give something to him, so I let him name the uh, the Gazenta. It's called the Gazenta because it goes into the seatbelt. Right. Okay. And what it is, it's a multi-tool whose main purpose is for you to clip, take your, take your holster off if you want to drive a long way or you want to attach it to your car, or some people like myself carry a gun on themselves when you're driving a long way. Right. And we also have a, a Glock 19 or something else. Uh, car actually, gun. a car gun. Car gun. Now I yeah. take it out when I get to where I'm going and yes. throw, it, throw it in my backpack. I don't leave it in the vehicle. Right. I don't want to leave it in the vehicle. You hear that, folks? Okay. Don't leave your gun in your vehicle yeah. unattended. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very Period. much. Thank or you, with John. your kids unattended. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So uh, what I did was um, I, I made the uh, the Gazenta. It clips to it. It's also a multi-tool. It goes into the seatbelt when you're riding by yourself. Uh, a lot of times people say, "Well, that ain't concealed." Well. That's what you put a T-shirt or towel or a hat over it for. That conceals it, but you know where it is. Uh, you, you know what? But up, you know, again, just depending by on state, a gun in a holster with the uh, with the trigger guard covered is considered concealed. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of states. So it has to be in, not out visible. of plain view. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of states. Out so so folks, check that. Some states legal, some states not. Arizona. Listen, I've seen the you know open carry is legal in Arizona. Arizona, you'll see yeah. people riding down the road on a Harley with a gun yeah. uh, literally on, attached to the gas tank in a holster. Yeah, yep. yep. Anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. So you, you, uh, you, so, you throw so, a t-shirt or something on it. Yeah, so we, so we made the Gazenta, and um, it, it works extremely well for that. Um, your gun's not going anywhere. And I, I train people, tell them that if, you, if you're using the Gazenta, what to do is train yourself that when you take your seatbelt off, take your gun seatbelt off, there you Take go. it back off, put right. it inside your holster. The good news about it is, is if you're carrying a, a holster in your car and you leave a holster in your car without a gun in it, your car's broken into, someone will ransack that car looking for the gun. Yeah. But what else it allows you to do is it allows you to take your gun off of your body without ever having access to the trigger. Right. And have it holstered in your car without ever having to take it out of the holster. Yep. So very simply, it's a much safer method than some of the ones out there. So folks, the, the, the Gazenta, again, goes into the seatbelt. And in, in the front seat, your uh, your receiver end of your seatbelt is, is stiff. It sits upright. So yep. that's the Gazenta sits in there. Well, and some the, do and some don't. Uh, there, are some, yeah. there are some that are floppy, and there's a solution for that. You can put a towel around it, or right. it doesn't right. hurt if your gun leans forward. You still know where it's, it's at. It's still where it's at. It's, it's exactly where you want it. Um, so the, the Gazenta, my little story with this is I, I love it. I love it sitting up front there, and I'm a guy with regular gun on me and then a, then a car gun as well. And the car gun goes into my Gazenta on a multi, on an ulti clip. And 
I like it so much that I, I made the wife sit in the back seat. I, I, uh, she, I, she probably <laughs> appreciated that. She did. She said, now I don't have to talk to you. And uh, you know, it looks like I'm a, you're an Uber driver in a, in a really dirty truck. So it, it worked yeah. out well. Uber, Uber. Yeah, Uber, Uber, exactly right. Uh, John, we got about a minute left. we got one more thing to talk about. Yeah, the new EMC we just came out with, it's called the Extra Magazine Carrier. E equals MC Prepared. Very nice. There you go. And uh, what it does is it's a friction hold uh, because it holds onto it. It's made out of the same Kydex as your firearm. Uh, they're running about $34 to $37, depending on the finish that you want. But they're a new item. They also use the UltiClip. People say, are the inside the waistband? I say, if you can imagine a piece of fabric that's a quarter inch thick or less, you can clip the new EMC extra magazine carrier to it. The holsters, how much do they run? What's the typical price? Uh, the average price on them is $49. Of course, if you're a USCCA member, right. there is a discount code in your magazine. Yep. And if you can't find it, you call, send me an email or call me, and I'll tell you what the code is. <laughs> there um, you go. But, uh, but the thing is, is... Uh, $49 is for the regular black, and they go up from there for most models. And how do people get a hold of you? How do they, how do they get the holsters? Hogholsters.com. That's H-A-W-G, holsters.com. Yes. H-A-W-G, holsters.com. But if you accidentally type in H-O-G, holsters, it'll get you there, too. It'll get you there. John, thanks for joining us. It's been, uh, it's been great having you back on the program, and we look forward to having you back again. All right. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the USCCA Expo 4. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio Live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank uh, John there for joining me when we were up at USCCA with Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G, holsters.com, H-A-W-G, holsters.com. He's actually out shooting right now. He's at a shooting match. It's the uh, Spartan 300 is what it is. They, they set all the, uh, the steel plates out there at uh, varied uh, you know, yard distances out to 300 meters, I guess, and then they, okay. start, they start popping them off, you know, and it's, uh, you know, he who, he who gets the most, you know, pings wins, you know. So uh, he's out there at the Spartan 300. So good luck. He's shooting. He's shooting. So good luck to John. Yeah. Good luck to John and all and all of the uh, all of the other people out there at Spartan 300 shooting match. Hey, we're going to talk to you about uh, about a, a, a bill that is now a law in Texas. This is a good thing. This is a great thing. Texas just passed a bill to let people carry their handguns for a full week after natural disasters. Now, this is a CNN story, and you know I love to give you the opposition side stories because when I give you the <laughs> stories from you know, the pro-gun side, it's always all, well, here it is, and it's a good thing. But I love to hear the criticism. I love to hear the incompetent uh, rhetoric and double talk in these, these columns. So this comes straight from the Clinton News Network here uh, the, in, out of Atlanta, the CNN, and they say, lawmakers in Texas just approved a bill that would allow, that will allow licensed gun owners to carry handguns in public for up to a week following a natural disaster. Okay. You, you can hear it. Already, 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 you can almost hear the next sentence, which is, that means there's going to be bloodshed in the streets for a week after a tornado. That's, yeah. that's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be something ridiculous like that. It squeaked through the Senate, 16 to 15. Now it's heading to Governor Greg Abbott's desk as lawmakers close out this year's legislative session. According to the summary, the bill, bill supporters don't want to be forced to leave handguns behind in vehicles or homes where they could be at risk from looters. Earl, let's talk about this for a minute because Florida has a similar bill that we saw go through about three years ago. Yeah. I remember hearing about that. This is uh, like, let's say, I don't know. There's a, there's a, there's a big hurricane moving, or a flash, or you know, the floods, or the mudslides, or the fires, or whatever it happens to be. Whatever the natural disaster happens to be, do you want to leave the firearms at home? I'm not talking about people like, well, I got to go to, I got to strap on an SKS or in a Tapco stock to go get me some Starbucks. No, these are people that are being responsible. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I don't want to leave. I'm, I'm not going to be there for a month. I don't want to leave, you know, guns yeah. to get looted. Yeah, I mean. Uh, for safety's sake, I would say my my personal situation. If uh, if flood was a concern, you know, my, my safe is good for fire and theft, yeah. but it don't float. Yeah, <laughs> it don't float. And I've got a lot of I've got a lot of uh, I mean, a lot of what I have. Yeah, I can replace it, but yeah. I've got the sentimentals that I inherited from my father right. and stuff right. like that. Those are are irreplaceable. And yeah, I'm taking that with me. Listen, I'm going to tell you this: if a uh, tornado comes through or you know a hurricane with the tornado spawned from it the roof's going to be gone a lot of your walls are going to be gone you know what's oh, going to yeah. be standing there though <laughs> the safe the safe <laughs> the safe okay and when the looters come past and there's you know you got uh, no emergency response for 24 hours guess what they're going to have time to do yeah take the safe take the safe beat your safe open do whatever and this is literally about saving firearms from ending up in the wrong hands i'm all with you earl i've got a couple of you know sentimental heirlooms that, that probably don't 
you know, if I were to go to sell them, they wouldn't be worth much, but they're worth something, you know, uh, sentimental-wise. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to see those gone. I definitely don't want to see those gone and in the wrong hands. Yes. This law now, and we'll get to that part, this law now allows those in Texas, just like it does in Florida, a certain time period to take those firearms with them without having to have a concealed weapons license or worrying about being, being stored in vehicles incorrectly. Now, we're not talking about laying them in the back deck loaded, you know, on, the, on your car. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, the bill, which has the backing of the National Rifle Association, so clearly, again, if the NRA supports it, then it must be, they, you know, they must want to kill children. That's, that's because that's what, according to CNN, what the NRA does. Okay, yeah, it's, I just needed some clarification from what the actual bill is and what CNN is saying. Yeah. Is, are they actually talking about unlicensed concealed carry, for yes. lack of a better word, or are we yes. just talking about transporting your personal firearms? Again, ju- same as the, uh, the, the one that we saw happen in Florida. It grants immunity to gun owners without concealed carry permits to keep their weapons with them while fleeing disaster areas. Okay. So this, this could be, you know, okay, the, 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 if it's in the case of a tornado and it happens, uh, you know, the, then they declare that an emergency. Well, you've got, while you're evacuating and you're taking things with you, listen, you may not have to evacuate your home because you lost your roof. You may have to evacuate your home because the power plant's gone. Yeah. All right? There's no water supply. So it's time for you to leave town. Your house might be totally intact, but you don't want it to get robbed and looted and your gun stolen while you're gone. Mm-hmm. It might be in the case of a hurricane. This is Texas. You know, they got the Gulf Coast there where they say, listen, it's going to be here in three days. We need everybody to evacuate. It's a, you know, it's a category 25 storm and it's going to, <laughs> it's going to wipe us off the face of the earth. Yeah. Uh, so they say, okay, well, now you, can, now you can leave with the guns and not having to be worried about stopped at a checkpoint and them going, well, you don't have a permit. Well, I don't have a permit for the, uh, for the water and MREs I have in the truck either, you know, but those, those are my emergency supplies to get out of here. So this now in Texas gives them immunity to having to have a separate license to carry those firearms concealed. Because, listen, when you put it in your car and you pack it, let's say it's a handgun. Rifles, I guess you're going to put them in a case or you're going to lay them down in the trunk. Probably. It's not going to be. That's not going to come under the concealed carry statute. But if the guy owns handguns and he wants to carry one on him to protect himself, because guess what's happening along the way, along the escape route? Yeah. you got other crazy people that did not plan ahead, do not have water, do not have food. Mm-hmm. You know, And they're going to say, I want some of yours, buddy. Oh yeah, that's that's something I I always in the back of my mind too. Whenever I'm, whenever I if in this situation I'm transporting all or most of my firearms. Yep, not all of them are going to be unloaded, especially the one that's on me. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, Senator Charles Creighton represents a district north of Houston. He sponsored the House bill there in the Senate in the floor debate. Creighton said the following hurricane or following Hurricane Harvey, Governor Abbott issued evacuation orders for affected areas uh, on August 23rd, 2017, and that mandatory and voluntary evacuations were going on through the 28th of August. Said the lawmakers felt a full week was necessary for gun owners to evacuate a disaster area and find a safe place to stay. As somebody who lives in a region where we have natural disasters, yeah, a week's a week's probably the the, the short end of that. Oh yeah, uh, and it can be extended beyond that. Uh, Senator Creighton added that the bill doesn't require relief shelters to admit those carrying handguns, and shelters in-state can make their own rules around guns. So this is not about, I'm going to force guns upon you in a shelter if, you know, if your shelter doesn't want it there because there's no secure place to it. You know, nobody, if you've got people laying in cots and bunks, mm-hmm. they really don't want you bringing in an armload of guns <laughs> and laying it underneath the bunk. Okay? I, I'm, not, I'm, not bring, yeah. I'm not going to. They don't <laughs> have to tell me not to. Right. I ain't doing it. So this is not forcing the state to do that. What this is doing, again, is giving them 
the opportunity to take their firearms with them when they flee, either for they don't want them to be looted back in their at their home or they want to protect themselves while they're on the move, while they're on the evacuation. It takes away that right to concealed carry. Excuse me, that, that, that need to have a concealed carry license. Right, right. Now, this doesn't mean if you're a felon, you've got a week you can go carry a gun. Yeah, no. no, this doesn't mean if you have a domestic violence injunction against you, you could go, you could go carry a gun now. No. If you have other reasons you're not allowed to carry a gun, then you can't carry a gun during this one-week amnesty period. That's it. It's that simple. Yet, the way this is worded, the way this comes from CNN, again, is that there was strong law enforcement objection to the bill. These are individuals who didn't have an opportunity to voice their rejections. They said it's poor public policy that's not well thought out. Noting that she is a pro-Second Amendment as anyone, but... Uh-huh. But felt this policy was not solving a problem. It's creating a problem. It, this new law takes effect September 1st, 2019. Let me see if I can figure out what new problems it's going to create. The new problem it's going to create is no one's going to be able to loot my house for guns and take guns illegally on the street. That's a pro... No, wait, that's not... That's a solution. It's not a problem. That's a solution. Okay, all right. Um, Get it uh, right. Um, um, now I'm going to be able to take my gun to protect myself when I leave during an evacuation. That's clearly a... That's not a problem no, either. Yeah, that's a solution, too. Well, that's a, wait. That's a problem for the bad guys. Oh, there you go. Problem for the bad guys. Uh-huh. Problem for the people that receive, I don't know, handouts, welfare, funding. They want people to take care of them during the evacuation. Just come rescue me. I'm not even going to leave my house. I'm going to rescue you and let you pick me up on my roof. Because I'll call you from, I'll call you from my free phone and we'll do all that. And, and if you don't come rescue me fast enough while you're rescuing other people, I might shoot at you. I'm going to shoot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the gun that I got from next door. Because I stole it. Because you wouldn't let him helicopter take it. rescuing people. Oh, boy, unbelievable. Uh, uh, hey, folks, listen. That's the first hour of the program. We've got more show coming up for you after our uh, after our news break. So you stick around uh, through through the news break for six minutes or so. Right about six minutes. I think that's what it is. Six minutes, and we will have some more program for you. But until we see you next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, driving the program here for the rest of the show. We've got about an hour left, but I can't do it by myself. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. Things going all right. I know it's been six minutes since I've seen you. Uh, yeah. You know, I just want to make sure you're doing all right. Let's yeah. say that six minutes is going by quicker and quicker. You know, I didn't even bother to get up. You know, I used to be able to we'd go out and, uh, you know, get, perhaps have a refreshing beverage or uh, visit the facilities. Um, now, just, you know what, I, I lean back, yawn, and then it's over. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that yeah. quick. It's that quick. Uh, hey, listen, uh, uh, you know, last segment, we, uh, or last hour, we talked to you about uh, uh, one of the things was our friends at uh, John over at Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G holsters.com and uh, told you that John is at the Spartan 300 match. You know what? I was thinking of a different match. He has at the Spartan 300, but I want to correct what it really is okay. because I put out some erroneous information. Again? I thought it was the one where you were shooting at 300 meters because it's the Spartan 300. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me see. You know what? I will give you, Earl, I will give you, not you, listener. I know you know. Uh, Earl, I'll give you 50 bucks right now if you could tell me why it's named Spartan 300. If you could tell me why it's named Spartan Oh, there's several different things. Oh, if you get half right, I'll give you 50 bucks. <laughs> well, that's what the original was. All right, then I'll give you 25. <laughs> Anything? Any guesses? Spartan. Yep. Now, just yep. Spartan or Spartan 300? Spartan 300. Spartan 300. Well, I'm going to go with the 300 because the original 300 Spartans right. at uh, Thermopylae. Exactly what I was thinking of, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually held in Sparta, Illinois. <laughs> Town of Sparta. I would have completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, same thing. I'm not even going to argue for twelve and a half dollars on that one. Yeah. I wasn't even close. I wasn't even close. But it's in uh, Sparta, Illinois, which is just over the river there from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's a uh, ten stage, two hundred and sixty targets, all steel match. So it's uh, and it's it looks kind of cool. There's a there's a lot of multiple targets different shapes steel targets and now earl you and i have shot a steel target many times together yeah it's, it's a rifle or handgun it's all handgun oh okay all handgun so it's still uh, cool no absolutely cool absolutely cool but i was thinking the spartan 300 i thought it was the uh 
the the rifle long range distance yeah. in a three hundred meter match, and it's uh, that's a different that's something different. I haven't done any rifle work in a long time. No, last time I think we ever did any rifle matches when uh, we had the you had the carbine uh, stage at the steel pistol match. Where you could bring out your carbine. To oh shoot. yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. And that, so we were shooting pistol yeah, distances. P- PCC, you know. yeah, yeah. So that exactly right. That was it. So yeah, that was that was that's what it is. So I want to clarify, uh, and it's going on right now. Uh, so you're probably too late to get there, uh, but uh, but they'll be back next year. This was the third annual Spartan 300 match. So the uh, this, it looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Uh, so that was that. Sorry, sorry for messing it up, uh, my friends in Sparta, Illinois. Guess you want to know the address? One main event lane. <laughs> Number one main event lane. Man, that's great. That's great in Sparta, Illinois. Uh, we, you know what? We haven't done any shooting in a while, and I was thinking, perhaps it's too hot. Right I was thinking now. perhaps it's time to go shooting, but it is. You know, we used to joke and say it's like a thousand degrees outside. Well, it is a thousand degrees. <laughs> yeah, we're outside. not joking. <laughs> we are not joking. It is. Uh, it is so hot outside that um, I, the, I, you know, the twisty treat ice cream store, mm-hmm. the uh, the swirl top I saw melted. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Gone. They, they, it's pretty, it's pretty hot out there. They, um, my, no, literally the, uh, the, it's so hot that at the, uh, at the house and at work, if you turn the AC on like to 70 before the sun even comes up by two in the afternoon, it's, it's chugging away at 75, 76. It can't keep up. Yeah. It can't keep up. Um, I'm, go, I've gone up into the attic at night to throw blankets, more insulation over the air conditioning, uh, you know, ducts because it's just so hot in the attic that it, uh, it's not, it's not letting the, you know the the air stay cool as it's pumping it through the house, so it's it's um, and all that all that's all that solved by the way was for me to get l- real sweaty in the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it changed the temperature at the house, but felt like I was doing something. So, so that was it. That was that. Uh, you know, we we uh, we've got an interview coming up next segment. we are talk to our friends at Lone Wolf. Now, if you guys don't know who Lone Wolf is, they are, and I don't mean this to sound derogatory but they make the top-notch gucci glocks you've ever seen in your life (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's a that's a description that's not derogatory that's that's a description they have uh, and every time i see them you know we probably see them two three times a year every time we see them you're like well that's that's the ultimate right there of what you could do to a glock and then you see them in another event three months later and you're like what 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 did you do there what did did you do do there? there He goes, well, remember the angles and the cuts we put into that? Yeah. Well, now we put holes there. You know, now we, we made them cavities. And it's, it's absolutely. And I'll th- we'll throw some pictures up while you're listening to the interview. They did. Um, they, they normally sell their Glocks for. And these are custom Glocks. It's a, it's a, it's a custom lower that they make. It's, it's their. I forget the, the name of it. Um, Timberwolf. Timberwolf. Thank you. Timberwolf, Timberwolf frame. What they do is they take, they take a. Uh, the Glock. They make a Glock upper, Glock rail, Glock slide, Glock barrel, all of that. They make these aftermarket ones for it. They also take uh, now the Timberwolf. Now, the, the, the really cool feature about the Timberwolf is it doesn't have the same grip angle as a Glock. It has the same grip angle as a 1911. Yep. So for those of you that are used to that little bit more stand up, that little, little straight up and down, almost like the Ruger 2245 has that same angle. A lot of the firearms, the older firearms, Brownings were always that way. Not the Buckmark series. I'm talking the old Browning 1911s kind of thing. Yeah, the, you know, the, the John Browning, John Moses Browning design. And what they've done is they didn't change. I always thought, wow, how did they change the angle on the magazine to keep it to still work on a Glock upper? They didn't. Just 
what the, what they did was they the the rear where the heel of the magazine well is mm-hmm. at the bottom they shave that down, and then at the top where the trigger would be, they trim that up. So they basically just took the top off of one side and the bottom off of the other. So the angle is the same inside internally for the magazine, but the grip angle is now different it's because it's been trimmed at the top on one mm-hmm. side and trimmed at the bottom on the other. And as soon as he said it to me, you know, you hit yourself in the head and you go, such a dummy. Why yeah. did not yeah. How do I not know that? How do I not know that? So, so yeah, they're, they're uh, what is it, Lone Wolf Distributors. And I think it's there. The website's LoneWolfDIST.com. Yeah, so LoneWolfDIST.com if you want to take a look at them while we are having the conversation with, uh, with JR, is who they're having the conversation with. What I'm uh, excited about is they finally released their Timberwolf Glock frame in a large configuration for 45 ACP and 10 millimeter. 10 millimeter, yeah. And uh, I might have I got one while I was there. Yeah, well, you didn't well, give me a call. You I, got you, I got you the hookup, though. Okay. I'll let you call this week. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Lone Wolf Distributors on the line next. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. 
That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the United States Concealed Carry Association's uh, Training Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, we are, uh, again, you got, guys, you got me walking the floor. I am doing product reviews. We are talking to friends. We are talking to uh, friends of friends. We are talking to relatives. We're talking to everybody we know. And, uh, Finally got somebody uh, you know that we've been looking at for a while. We're trying to get him over here, and, uh, and we, we got him sitting with us. I want to welcome to the program JR from Lone Wolf Distributors. Yeah, hey, thanks for having us over. Uh, JR, listen, you know, obviously we've been talking back and forth. We've, we've known each other for a while now, and um, I'm a, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fall on my sword here. I'm a Lone Wolf fanboy. You know, I, I've, I've, uh, I've, yeah. I've got, uh, and I'm not supposed to show it, but I got my Lone Wolf barrel in my Glock 30S <laughs> and my sights and everything on my, my standard everyday carry. It's, it's, it's half Lone Wolf. Uh, and today, uh, this weekend, you were running a little bit of a special over there, so now I'm even, I'm even in Lone Wolf more. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, we got our end of the year for the shows, and so what we do is we're clearance out the firearms that we have, the samples that we have now. Right. We build them um, every day. Yeah. And so these are the ones at the end of their shift, and uh, we make them available. Um, smoking deal. Yeah, yeah, a great deal, great deal. In fact, I might go over there and make another, get another, another great deal. <laughs> yeah, because they're that good. Um, let's, uh, let's talk Lone Wolf. Um, first off, Lone Wolf is, is, is a very specific uh, type of firearm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's based on the, the Glock design you guys have made. You guys have taken Glock and made it uh, just, you know, top notch. I mean, oh. not the Glock's not great. But it's uh, the designs you do on Glocks and the things you do with Glocks. Glocks are a great gun if you want to change anything on it, though. That's where we come in, kind right. of like the um, Orange County Chopper guys were. Right. Jesse James was for. Uh, they, I just want something. I love what Harley does, but right. I want something a little bit different, and uh, that's what us Americans do. We tweak things. Right. Right. And uh, and you guys are uh, you've been doing it for how long now? '98 uh, was when I officially opened, but I was actually involved with it uh, years before. Okay. Got my roots cut with uh, Aerotech back in the oh, early okay. '90s. Okay. 
Uh, Aerotech was one of the first guys. They invented the extended slide stop, which, um, oh, by the way, Glock ripped off from <laughs> right. Aero. They stole it from that poor little company. Right. Well, you know, it's, you know, it's uh, David and Goliath, right? You know. Oh, well, they, got, they, they pay attention. Um, yeah. We had six-inch slides out for the 10, uh, 45. Um, we had it way before they did. We had um, grips before they did. There's, right. uh, they, they pay attention to what's happening. The, uh, you're doing the, uh, the, the Glock. Well, it's the lone wolf. The lone wolf are receivers, the lowers, the the frames. I'm sorry, on a handgun, I guess it's a frame. Right. Um, um, and uh, d the big difference between yours and what Glock puts out is is that uh, that grip angle. Right. Well, we started with Glocks originally, right. so we used to chop them like everybody else does. Right. So we'd make them thinner, remove the hump, um, do uh, re reductions, a uh, higher grip angle. We'd add all those things to it. Right. But you got to start with it. Think of it, uh, 470 bucks wholesale. So. Yeah. That's your starting point, and I kept looking at that, going, "Man, we could just build this, right? If we could get together with the right guys and the right crew, yeah." And that's what we did. We we changed it, so we focused mostly on the three-pin area, yep, uh, locking block, trigger system, trigger housing. And once we did that, we moved the uh, magazine back um, in CAD to right. where it was the, the the highest angle of which it'll still function, right? And we focused on putting a 1911-style grip on it. And we built the rest of the frame around that. And so our focus was on the trigger, trigger bar, right. housing, locking block, and magazine. And we tipped everything out of proportion until we got what we wanted. It's 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 wonderful. It those are about two three years you've been doing those now. Oh, this is that's our second gen, okay. which is about three years. Yeah. Okay. Well, our first gen was quite a while ago. Right. They um it, it's 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 that 1911 grip angle. It's 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 for those that that have grown up with that. Uh, you know, 1911 grip angle. Ruger does it with their with the with the 2245. It's it, it mirrors that angle. Sure. Um, it's it's there. Not that there's. Listen, I, I I'm carrying right now a regular Glock grip angle because it's a Glock lower on this gun. Sure, you get used to the hump. Yeah, and, but I, 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 you go over there and I put my hand on that every time. Every time I see you, and uh, well, here's a cool deal: is we have two grips, so we give you the 1911 and the uh, hump grip, so yeah. you can go either way that you want. Yeah, it's it's it's. We great. have a higher grip though. Then they do, and we got the beaver tail. It's all incorporated in, right? And it's and it's built around the magazine, so we have the smallest grip that you can get. That's it's it's wonderful. The the slide work you do. How many you know how many designs you're doing there? The standard designs on the on the grips or I on think the slides. There's then? exactly lots. <laughs> exactly <laughs> lots. I know I was over there and we were talking. Um, uh, I was with the rest of the guys, and it's like, yeah, this one is design number 23. This one's design number 24. Uh, yeah, and what, it just it just it's the numbers crazy. that you get really confused because yeah. we can take any piece of any one and add it to another one so that's it's really it's infinite and, right. and we cut those slides every day how many machines you guys run i've only got uh, two major machines we have a fifth axis and a Doosan pallet okay. fed okay um but that each of the Doosan will hold 16 slides so oh, wow. we can run uh, 32 right now we'll do and we run them every day yeah that's 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 great yeah, it's robot fed. It runs at night. Yeah, we sleep. It runs. <laughs> That's the best kind of worker, right? Yes, sir. He doesn't need a coffee break or a smoke break or anything. You know, and the guys uh, they take care of it. So they watch for. Um, we're looking for a 16-hour run in the evening, and they set it up. Uh, we come back in, clean up the mess in the morning, reset. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. That's the that's the best kind of again best kind of employee. Plug them in and let them run. There you go. <laughs> um, the uh, you guys are you guys are up in Idaho. Yes, sir. Uh, is is there? Uh, I, I don't know your way up there. You know, there's a, you're probably not a lot, a lot of people driving through from work uh, from Los Angeles every day that, that no, stop I love in it. Idaho. I love it. That's uh, that's where I want to be. I'm um, where we live up in Priest River. I'm an hour and a half from the Selway Wilderness, Snake oh, wow. River, uh, Salmon River Wilderness, Frank Church Wilderness, No Return. So they're all 
right there in our back door. We, um, I got, I'm a pilot. Uh, I run a really um, a highly modified Cessna 182, and okay. I got on Anfibs. So I'm in and out of the wilderness all the time. Oh, I take customers up. It's, that's it's a blast. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. For uh, living for, life large. Yeah, for for those that are not coming up to, to Priest River and they wanna they wanna see lone wolves, they're uh, there's online. a lot of dealers, there's a lot of gun stores that have them. But how do how do they how do they see them? Obviously, we're gonna go online. Yeah, you know, online. To, to lone wolf to lone wolf or one of the shows. It's, uh, right. You know, we gotta we're running the Phoenix show um, for the the machine gun show down there. Then okay. you got um, what's that shot show NRA and then yeah. uh, we're doing the the CCW here. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, with the concealed carry association. Concealed carry, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is great. Yeah, and the um, Kevin and Bruce have been great guys. Oh yeah, we yeah. built some custom guns for Kevin, and he loved them. Right. So imagine that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yep. No, they 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 are they're incredible guns, and um, you, you know they're they're not they're not stupid price. Let's say that you know they're 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 good price for for the value that you're getting, and you're getting a great piece of uh, machined work, American made work. Uh, you yeah, know, well, that's here. what my theory is completely. I'm going to give you as much as I can for right. the best price that's possible. And I, I, I like that because um, um, I know how it is. I got I work hard for the money, right? right? Yeah, and so does everybody else. And so it's like a reloader. Some people go, reloaders are cheap. No, they're not. They want as many rounds as they can get. They're not cheap. They're right. frugal with yeah. the money, and they there want the best that they can get and shoot as much as they can for, if you got a 1000 bucks, and I want, I'd like to have 8,000 rounds, and I'll settle for four, you know? Right, right. What would you, what would you say the... Uh, the the top market is people they're buying. Is it people that are buying them for aesthetics? People they're buying them for for shooting, for everyday carry. Like the lone wolf guns. Yeah, the lone wolf. Yeah, all aspects of it. Because we could go from mild to wild on that. Right. So, if you, I mean, if you want something totally elaborate, where we're going to go to Damascus with um, a fine engraving and right. um, uh, some of the gold inlays and all kinds, uh, and that way you can go all the way wild. That's it's 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 all of it. And I went over and the one I picked up has got. Um, I don't remember the design number. It's 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 cut up. It's great. It's got a the slide is is, the is done grater. nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, this is um, this will be my display gun. No, this is this is an everyday carry gun. No, this is going to be my shooting gun. It, it just fits in all three areas. It'll it, fit it, all of them. Yeah, it, it just it works perfect. Um, yep. I, I love the and I, it's it's on the the gun I'm currently carrying, and it's uh, the gun that I've purchased. It's got the uh, the the threaded barrel, extended barrel, so I could put my suppressor on it. Uh, Absolutely, I, I, I nothing remember. like shooting suppressed. Oh, it's the best in the world. <laughs> and and who was it? Cooper said only accurate guns are interesting, right? And yeah. so now you have an accurate gun also. Yeah. So yep. it's going to be interesting. And well, didn't you pick up 10 mm? I picked up the 45. I picked the up the 45, 45 rather yeah. than the 10 mil. Yeah, and I've uh, I wish my uh, my co-host Earl was here with me because he would be uh, still standing over there. You know, he would be outside begging for more money so he could buy a fourth or fifth 10 mil because he's a 10 mil guy all day long. Well, you can shoot the, the super out of that, and then you can also yeah. go for the Roland. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, that's, that's more uh, power. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a 10 mil guy. I've just always been a 45 guy. Uh, you know, it's God's caliber. So, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, so it's, it's what the good Lord carried. <laughs> um, so I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the 45 guy. He's the 10 mil guy. We go back and forth. And then Kevin, of course, is my, uh, he's the 40 caliber guy, which is the 10 mil short. That's so. a 10 short. Yeah, yeah. So. A little guy. You got a little, little guy <laughs> yeah, in every now a, and then. A, uh, hey, what about me, Mikey? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so next show coming up for you guys is where? Um, that's good. We're done for the season. Okay. So it'll be, uh, that would be Phoenix. Okay. And the SAR show. Got it. Got it. Oh, that's an awesome show. I don't know if you've attended. I have been out there. I have been out, you know, we were doing Oklahoma City for a while, right. which was uh, I like that. Right. The the Wanamaker show. Yeah, Wanamaker. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's massive. If yeah. you know, nobody's ever done that, that's two shows to really hit. Yeah. Uh, they were are awe inspiring. 
Jared, thanks for joining us on the program. It's a pleasure having you on here. Again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fanboy, and, it's, uh, and uh, I'm going to walk right back over to you now and give you more money. Every, so. <laughs> everybody get home safe, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Concealed Carry Expo. We'll see you after the break. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Private First Class Matthew W. Wilson died June 1, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Wilson, 19, of Miller, Missouri, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 87th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 10th Mountain Division, Light Infantry, Fort Drum, New York. He was killed in action in Nurk, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when an improvised explosive device detonated near his vehicle. Wilson joined the Army January 3rd of 2008. Ashlyn Wilson of New York, Matthew Wilson's wife, said that it was a desire to belong to a group that drew her husband to the ranks of the Army. She recalled fond memories of her husband, who was a friend of her brother's when the two met early the previous year. They were married in August of 2008 and have a six-month-old son, Matthew Gunner. 
Also killed was Private First Class Matthew D. Ogden, 33, of Corpus Christi, Texas, and Staff Sergeant Jeffrey A. Hall, 28, of Huntsville, Alabama. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for again sponsoring uh, this portion of the program. Folks, if you know somebody you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, just uh, just reach out to us at, uh, at the old Facebook page or go to armsroomradio.com, and uh, we will be sure to uh, to take your recommendation. Um, and, uh, you know, listen, I, I guess it's a good point to bring up uh, talking about Kevin. Kevin is not with us again this week. We, uh, we both saw Kevin this week. He's uh, doing well. He's uh, just, again, working these Saturdays. We hope to have him uh, with us soon. You know, we, I'm sure we will. He's going to get back in here at one point. We're going to get him in here. We're going to get him in here. It was, uh, you know what, I, Kevin has, uh, Kevin, he had some, uh, there were some, there were some issues, and I, I think it's just best, Kevin said he wanted to come talk about it. Okay. Um, he had, uh, Kevin, I'll just say this, Kevin had to, uh, Kevin had to do a use of force, let's just say that, and there was some injury yeah, involved. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Not, not meaning to tease it. No. But. No, no. It's his story to tell. Yeah. It's his story to tell. And, and, you know, so we're just waiting for that to come back around. Um, hey, hey, let's uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's uh, let's bring on the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Bill. Not too shabby, sir. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Uh, things are uh, are well down here in South Florida. How's the uh, central part of the state? Hot, hot. Hot. <laughs> Hot. It's in the yeah, hundreds. Was, hundreds again. Yeah, so I, was, I was looking at the weather app today, and it said uh, 96 degrees feels like 149. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I think that's a low estimate also. So. Yeah, I was like, what the fish sticks? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Now, you, were, you, were, you did some outdoor stuff yesterday watching uh, cars go in a circle for quite a while, from what I understand. Well, I wasn't watching cars go in a circle. I was driving cars oh nice hey man that's a nice car you got there (laughs) and turning left (laughs) he didn't hit you he didn't scrape you he didn't bump you he rubbed you and And rubbin's racing (laughs) (laughs) slingshot engage (laughs) yeah well well you gentlemen know that the big black scary car that i have yes because uh, I, I had the opportunity to uh, get out on the uh, Homestead Miami Speedway. Yes, nice. And put put a uh, skitty uh, through her paces. Right, and uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And I got the video, so I'll, I'll send you all the video. And uh, maybe we can put up on the uh, on the old uh, internet there. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. We could do it. What was the uh, what was the uh, the final digits there on the on the top speed? If yeah. we, if we... Well, I did the I did the road course. We okay. didn't do the oval. So oh. the road course, I hit on the back. Yeah, well, I, I hit on back stretch. Right. Uh, hit about one twenty, one twenty five, uh, which is which is pretty good for yeah. a road course. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that is good. That's good. I can get to terminal velocity if I'm coming out the back of a C one thirty. I could say I could say that. <laughs> Listen, really, the only thing we really need to hit is 88 miles an hour. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You end, then you end up back in uh, Iowa. 
and so there. <laughs> and, well, yeah, time, really, he wants to go to Iowa. Land of time for gut. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so so that's uh, it's good, sir. You had a good time, good, safe time down there. And uh, that's uh, – I, I, I'm looking around the room here. I think I think we might be a little jelly. We might be a little jelly. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he, but I, I, he, he I did it the legal you, way. You'll be a little bit more once uh, once you see the video. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. See, and, and, and rub it in, rub it in. I see how you are. See, Earl, uh, Bill takes his car and goes, you know, what it was designed to do fast. If we took uh, our vehicle to go do design what it was to do, we'd be uh, uh, crushing small vehicles in a, in a German village, you know, or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, listen, everybody has a hobby. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, sir, so uh, you, you, have a, you have a little story to share with us. Speaking of little hobbies. Yeah, I do. Um, well, you know, if it wasn't for stupid criminals, uh, <laughs> cops our, would our have guys. a lot less fun. You know, it, yeah. it's literally come to the point now when you see somebody, uh, you know, man shoots butt off when trying to conceal drugs, or you see something like that, you're like, your first question you ask is, "Where in Florida? <laughs> Where in Florida? Exactly. A Florida man has done that for everybody. <laughs> no, and not not to disappoint." Here we go, Florida man. Let's go to <laughs> St. John's County, uh, up there in the northern northern part of the state. Yep. Where uh, Yankee, you know, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> where a gentleman uh, fled from a traffic stop from the St. Uh, John's County Sheriff's Office uh, when he was pulled over for a minor violation of a uh, had a tag white out. Yes. Uh, so or he was about to. <laughs> So as as the deputy was walking up to the car, old uh, 19-year-old Nicholas Jones uh, decided, you know what, I'm going to take off. And that's what he did. So he ran from the deputy, whipped the U-turn in his, as he said, very fast, high-end Elantra. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Those those words don't go together. Oh, it's the turbo package he's got there. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, well, yeah, you put the balloon on the back and make yeah. it sound real loud. He got his, uh, he's got his street slicks on there so he can get uh, better traction, you know? That's right. That's right. So, you know, I mean, being disappointed that, you know, he wasn't chased, about, you know, an hour or so later, he calls 911 and says, uh, hey, um, you know, I'm that guy that, uh, that took off uh, from the traffic stop over there by uh, King's Estates, for anybody up there who knows where that is. Uh, uh, aren't you guys looking for me? Isn't that what you get paid to do? I passed, like, four different cops. <laughs> uh, so the 911 operator, you know, realizing, okay, I got something here, kept him talking, kept him talking. Right. And he went on to, uh, you know, admit over there as they talked to the dispatcher, yeah, I, uh, and he said, I mean, I turn, uh, he turned his lights on and got behind me, and as he was walking to the car, I did a donut around him and left him. <laughs> oh, well, what else did you do? Well, you know, didn't they put an APB out for my car? And he, you know, kept going on and on. Well, they, they kept him long enough. They had his, uh, his phone number, and of course... We can track down phone numbers now. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, dummy. <laughs> They've got the technology now. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, it's like $6 million, man. But if you count for inflation, it's probably like $63 million. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so, so they knocked on his door and said, hey, Mr. Jones, remember us? The guy that you ran from? Turn around and put your hands behind your back. <laughs> now, and he was like, uh, oh, by the way, Mr. Jones, you know, the deputy never got to tag your car. Yeah. So he said to the deputies, so I, like, told them myself when I called 911. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. And But wait, there's more. But wait. <laughs> oh, boy. 
not only was he arrested for that, they charged him with misuse of 911. He was, uh, they seized his car. Uh, they found narcotics in his car. Oh, and wait, he had a warrant. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. We seize your car. We take you to jail. You have a warrant. You're held with no bond. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. You know, I'm reminded, let me see if I can get this out real quick. I'm reminded of a scene from Caddyshack where all the kids, uh, the caddies are sitting behind the bushes and they see the judge's grandson, the, the Smailings kid. And they say, 10 bucks, oh the Smailings kid eats his booger. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it, you know, it's not a matter of if he's going to eat it, but how soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, right, I think right, that's right. what the dispatcher was going through when listening to this guy on the phone. He's going to eat the booger. It's just a matter of how soon he's going to do it. And that's, right. and that's what happened. And you know what? And, and kudos to the dispatcher up there for doing such a great job. Thank you. Uh, Bill, please stay safe down there. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters blue. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, and always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snagman. 
Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, we told you we were going to talk, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a teaser or whatever. We were waiting for more information about the uh, the shooting in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So we wanted to give you what we had there. For those of you that have not uh, heard the news, this uh, this come up within the past 24 hours, sometime around this time yesterday. Uh, two law enforcement officials said Saturday the gunman who killed 12 people at the Vir- Virginia Beach Municipal Complex. Uh, is where this where this happened. Now there's some there's some stats. There's some there's some things. There's some information that's come through. And again, we're just passing along what we know at this point. We probably will get some more information uh, during the week. You know that always happens. This walked right into the end of the news cycle. Uh, you know, with the weekend coming. So yeah, that's one of the problems of having a Saturday show. Yeah, yeah. So we 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 get a we get a bunch like that uh, where we have to uh, we have to contend with uh, you know trying to get the right information to pass it along to you. Um, Again, 12 people, uh, looks like 12 people lost their lives there. This was in a, a city building, yes, sir. Uh, 12 people are dead, 11 victims. Oh, okay, thank you. Good one clarification. Of them, one of them was the bad uh, guy. Yeah, deserved it. You know, one of the, one of the things um, I did, like I saw the chief of police said up there, he said, we're going to give you the bad guy's name one time, and then we're never going to use it again. Good. At that point, we're going to call him the suspect, and that's it. We're never going to give this, guy, this, this guy's name uh, the, the light of day. So, in a... Uh, in support of the share, or excuse me, of the chief there, I'm just going to call him the dead guy, the, yeah. su- the suspect, yeah. you know, the, the 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 dead guy, the dead evil suspect guy. So that's that's what you're gonna, that's what you're gonna get from uh, from from us here is is how much uh, how much we don't we're not going to recognize his name <laughs> and give that to you. The the municipal complex there, from the way I understand it, from looking at some maps, from from uh, from talking to some people there, it's uh, it's the city's facility. Uh, there's a, there's a bunch of different offices there. There's the administration, you know, human resources. There's uh, you know, public works and those type of things. Can't find, like, what's the the, the police department area. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of interesting set of buildings when you look at it. But from from what we could tell, he was not near that portion. He was near the okay. the, the non-emergency services side of the municipal complex. Yeah, I I heard like you know water and power yes sections or yeah. something like that. You know, yeah, basic municipal necessities correct correct um in that section it is a and here's here's how we explain this it is not a gun-free zone oh for many many years municipal buildings were gun-free zones yeah that that was going to be my you know educated uh speculation many many years that that's that's happened in a lot of states we've seen that happen in, in in a lot of conservative states or Southern states, because southern states traditionally, whether they're conservative leaning or liberal leaning, many southern states still have strong Second Amendment values, just because of the hunting background, uh, you know, and in, in, in the tradition of being outdoors, as opposed to being in a liberal state up north where you're in the city. So down here, you could be as liberal as you want and still get your shotgun, right? You know, because that's just the the nature of of your uh, your youth and you're being uh, reared here in the South. Um, in Virginia is one of those states now where you can have a firearm in the municipal complex. The only places you can't have it, the only government buildings you can't have them are like the courthouse or the police department or the jail. Places where there's threats and yeah. they don't want, you know, bad guys jumping you to take your gun in mass. You know, if you're a concealed carry holder, you probably hold your own against some, co- you know, one bad guy who's going to try and rob you or take something from your family, but not 30 inmates. 
Okay. Yeah. So uh -huh. you know, that's that's the reason that you, you you don't get to have that there. It's their house. They'll protect you in their house where the police and the corrections officers are. Yeah. The only way you win that fight is if you're fast. Yeah. You're really fast with your feet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or shoot a lot of knees. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Just get the first twelve. Let them fall, and then it's like you know domino effect. Mm -hmm. So you uh you have these buildings where you can carry. I have to ch I still have to find out the exact date for. Uh, when Virginia changed this. Florida was only two to three years ago. Georgia's been in the past three, four years where you can now carry in those municipal buildings. If you ask anybody in those municipal buildings, if you ask any employee of those municipal buildings, anybody that's visiting, and this is the kind of place where you would visit. You would go in to get your, to pay your water bill, to get your, your business tax license, you know, to get your, you get your, your city license for your, for your, for your company. You know, you, you've got a, your pool permits for the city pools, you mm -hmm. know, that kind of thing. 90% of those people that are there now still believe it's a gun-free zone. Those that work there still believe it's a gun-free zone. Because this ruling that came down and made these not a gun-free zone was never publicized. Yeah. Because the people that lost didn't want it, didn't want it to be publicized. Their belief was, well, as long as we keep guns out of here, it'll still be safe. Well, this is what happens. You have what is not a declared gun-free zone, but what 90% of the people believed was a gun-free yeah. zone. So they did not have it. Whereas their city employees, the building is not a gun-free zone. But the employees are not allowed to have firearms on them as a condition of their employment. Yeah. So here's what you've done. You've said, we're going to allow the law that lets firearms come in here. And that's the general public because they're conducting their business. But the employees that work here, we don't believe their lives are worth as much. So we're going to tell them they cannot have firearms on them to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. So I want you to understand this. It's not a gun-free zone. But the employees were told you can't be employees if you have a gun. Yeah, okay. Okay. That, that, yeah. It, it, and it... it it gets the desired effect. It's confusing as all get out. Exactly right. Exactly so. right. Now, listen, uh, you know, Johnny, if you want to quit your job and come down here and pay your, uh, your water bill, you can mm -hmm. have your gun on you. But as long as you work for the city of Virginia Beach, you're fired if you have your gun on you. Yeah. So this is a de facto gun-free zone mm -hmm. is what we're saying here. Uh, some other facts that we've heard about this so far, and this is one that I'm very glad that Earl and I are sitting together this week. It's reported that he used a suppressor. I haven't heard anything. It reported, <clears throat> well, it's because it was a suppressor. Uh, <laughs> it's quiet. Yeah, I didn't hear it. Um, it was reported he used a suppressor on a, uh, a 45 caliber pistol. Okay. With, a, with a, either a standard capacity magazine or may have had an extended magazine. But if you could go over what a suppressor does for a, a large caliber or standard you know, uh, caliber pistol. It reduces the, uh, the sound to where it's uh, he, um, hearing safe is if it's a good quality commercially purchased right. uh, suppressor. Yeah, and not a potato yeah. or something like that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can find on the internet of right. rigging something up, but right. if it's you know commercially produced, that you know that would allow uh, the handgun to be shot without the need of uh, hearing protection. So, so it's whisper silent. Nobody can hear it like no, in the movies, right? No, 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 no. It's not whisper silent. Uh, it still can be heard. Uh, it, I would imagine, though, 
it probably had the desired effect he wanted it to have because 99.9% of the general public doesn't know what a real suppressed gunshot sounds like. Right. Not, you know, tons of people could hear it. Yeah. Be like, uh, what was that? I'll, I'll tell you this. A suppressed gunshot from, excuse me, a suppressed shot from a gun that has a, uh, you know, a standard, like you said, a standard commercially available suppressor on it. Indoors, it's probably in the range of hurting your hearing again. Indoors. Because these are rated outdoors. Right. Suppressors are rated outdoors. So outdoors at a range, it would sound, it still sounds like, you know, like you dropped a ton of bricks. It yeah. just doesn't, oh, yeah. it, it just doesn't, you know, it's not rock concert level. To, this is the only thing I can come up with to try and give you an example. And unfortunately, I can't really give an example for non-shooters, but for the shooters in our audience, you've, you've stood next to somebody shooting a 45 outdoors yep. and you know how loud that crack is and yeah you're going to get a little bit of a ringing right there right. and there but we've all probably done the the uh the classic mistake of going outdoors and eh, it's just a 22 you know just go four yeah. or five yards away from right. me and you're standing there without hearing protection on while someone else has hearing protection you're you know a new shooter or something like that and you're standing there listening to it yeah it's damaging your hearing you don't feel it right but it's still going on that's what standing next to a suppressed 45 yeah. would sound like. The example I, I give is, imagine holding a firecracker next to your ear. It's very loud. It's going to you know, give you some permanent hearing damage. Mm -hmm. Now take your hands and have your friend clap their hands as loud as they can right next to your ear. You really can't tell the difference that up close until your ears are not bleeding. Yeah. You know, it's not permanent hearing damage. So there's a couple of these things have come out, and we wanted to make sure that you... Uh, you understand them, that uh, there's more to this story, and we're going to get back to you on it next week. But listen, hey, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.